0: Hey moms, welcome to this episode of the Dorenda Wilson Podcast. I'm Dorenda, wife to one, mom to eight, nana to nine, and 27-year veteran homeschooling mom. I'm also the author of The Unhurried Homeschooler, a simple, mercifully short book on homeschooling, The Four-Hour School Day, How You and Your Kids Can Thrive in the Homeschool Life, and Unhurried Grace for a Mom's Heart, which is a devotional that I wrote specifically for homeschool moms. Well, I am really grateful that you're here today. Um, I hope that you've maybe taken some time to check out the mentoring course. If you go to the theunhurriedhomeschooler.thinkific.com, you'll find my mentoring course there. And this is really based on sort of my philosophies of taking an unhurried approach to homeschooling. And I talk about what it looks like um, at all the different grade levels. So I'll leave a link in the show notes for you to check that out if you'd like to. Also, I want to remind you that I'm um, doing a little bit of an experiment right now. I'm not sure if I'm going to keep doing it or not, but I am creating video, I guess they would be vlogs, kind of just like 15, 20 minute videos on YouTube, just talking about whatever the Lord is laying on my heart. It could be everything from... Uh, you know, how to, you know, save time and money on meals, to the art of homemaking and uh, to parenting, you, you name it, just kind of whatever's on my heart and uh, just kind of this and that. So uh, if you're interested, go check that out. I'll leave the link also in the show notes. um Now, I know that as fellow homeschool moms, you've probably felt the same way that I have when it comes to math, a certain amount of fear, trepidation, angst, especially if you weren't a great math student yourself. And you've probably also heard me talk about CTC math for some time now, but I'm wondering if you've tried it out yet. Uh, CTC math provides online video tutorials that make learning math easy and effective, This online math program uses creative graphics and animation that are sure to grab and keep your child's attention. So I want to encourage you to start your free trial today by visiting ctcmath.com. I mean, you can't lose. There's nothing at risk. A free trial is just a free trial. Um, I love ctcmath.com, so I encourage you to go check them out and give their uh, free trial a try. That's ctcmath.com. Dot com. Today, I'm going to be talking about how important it is to take our kids on dates. So my daughter and I were having this conversation the other day. Um, I was at her house, and she's got uh, several little ones, uh, eight and under, and she was talking to me about, you know, how do you schedule dates with the kids and how important is it? And it really got me thinking about how taking our kids on dates is uh, somewhat, uh, it's a—it's somewhat trendy. It's been trendy for a while. I remember when my kids were home, that was a thing that, that was talked about as well. Um, but it's really a fairly recent thing in terms of if you're looking at the big picture of history. You know, I was thinking about parents in the past, you know, um, pioneers, People on the farm, um, you know, throughout the fifties and sixties, I don't, I don't. It wasn't a thing. Taking your child on a coffee date wasn't a thing. It's it's more of a recent thing, and it can really, really bring on a tremendous amount of guilt if it's something that you don't do or can't seem to do regularly. And I can tell you from my experience that living way out in the country, our particular circumstances, um, being 30 minutes from town and having eight kids and a busy life at home with homeschooling. um, It was a challenge and it was a challenge to try to set up coffee dates. In fact, it was most of the time impossible, just going to be completely honest with you. So, you know, it can be fun i'm not i'm not saying that it's not a good thing but i think that we need to be careful not to feel this load of guilt if we're not taking our kids out on regular coffee dates um I don't know that since coffee dates have become a thing that it's really impacted the culture or even necessarily impacted our children, the next generation, made the next generation better. Um, it's a tool. Like so many other tools in the toolbox, taking our kids out on a date um, is a tool. And, you know, I think when we start to feel guilty and um condemned because we're not doing something in particular we need to take a step back and we need to ask ourselves what is the purpose of this activity so what is the purpose of a date with our children well i think for most of us it would probably be these three things or could be more but i would i think that this is pretty common that the purpose would be to tie the strings of fellowship in other words It's an invitation for our child to fellowship with us. Um, The second thing is to get to know better maybe where our kids are in this season. Maybe we feel like uh, we want to stay with wherever they are because they're constantly growing and changing and they're having new thoughts and new ideas and maturing and we want to keep up with that. The third thing would be probably to help them know that they're special. We just want our kids to, to feel special. We want them to know that they're, um, that they're a gift and we, and we're, and we want them to know that by giving them undivided attention. And so I think that's probably what's at the forefront of our minds when it comes to the purpose of, of going on a coffee date or a date with our kids. I mean, not everybody goes to coffee, obviously we, there are other kinds of dates, but I think coffee dates are kind of like a big thing, but uh, any way you look at it, I think again it's important to step back and ask ourselves what's the purpose of this activity. Okay, like I said, we can actually apply this principle to many different activities that we might feel guilty for not doing. For instance, um, if your your family just isn't really sport minded and there's not really a big desire to play sports, and yet you're feeling this pressure that your kids should play sports. Step back and ask yourselves why. What is the purpose of sports? Okay, well, I think it's one of the purposes is to learn to be a team player. It's to learn to work with others. It's learning to follow directions. It's coordination, you know, um, getting out there and getting that body moving. It's physical exercise, uh, teamwork. So the real question then becomes are there other ways to learn that thing or those things absolutely absolutely and and then you look at your life and say where in our life can our children learn these things that we think are important that they might learn playing sports um where can they learn those here at home in or in the activities that we're already participating in? Maybe your child's already participating in a different activity other than sports and they're learning many of those things in that activity instead. That's all valid and legitimate. We do not have it all. We We do not have to do it all. We cannot do it all. We need to think about what is a good fit for our families. So let's go back to the coffee date thing. There are a million different ways to accomplish these goals that we are talking about here when we talk about taking our child on a coffee date, okay? So let's talk about the first purpose, um, tying strings of fellowship or inviting our kids into fellowship with us, okay? Well, there are so many ways to tie strings of fellowship that don't require a coffee date. For instance, um... You know, just stopping and talking with our kids regularly throughout the day. For me, it was a lot. Of, it happened through a lot of conversation um, where I would invite them into the kitchen. And I wasn't necessarily telling them that they needed to help me work. I would just say, hey, come in here and talk to me. Or, you know, my dad used to do this. He would be out grilling on the patio and he would say, hey, come talk to me. And it was an invitation to fellowship. I wasn't, you know, I just, I felt like he wanted to be with me. He wanted to spend time with me. That meant more to me as a kid than taking the time to go off and, you know, coffee dates are fun or going shopping with my mom was fun. But that whole just in that whole idea of just being invited in a natural setting that's already happening at home was just as meaningful, if not more so. Um, you know, so I think that it's important for us to just be able, willing, and be looking for opportunities to invite our kids, to fellowship with us, to invite that conversation. Um, The second thing, get to know them better where they are in this season. Again, that can happen through that invitation of, hey, come and talk to me. So what have you been up to lately? Oh, what do you think about that? What do you think about this? Oh, why do you think that? Just a series of questions that says, I care about what's going on in your life, what's going on in your head, what you're interested in right now. Um, That again can happen while I'm folding laundry or while they're helping me fold laundry. A lot of times when we would be out working alongside of each other, we would have these kinds of conversations. And again, it doesn't have to involve a special trip out. So I think what I'm trying to do is just let you know that there are ways to do this That don't have to be stressful. That can be very natural and very organic. And I think also kids feel that. Like if they feel like there's pressure on a coffee date, because my kids, you know, I've taken my kids on coffee dates before and it didn't go well. Like they just weren't in the mood. It wasn't the right time. Um, you know, or I was just off and it wasn't a good time, but I was trying to force it into being. I think this is so important that we as moms don't try to will things into being that just clearly aren't happening. And so we need to just uh, take a step back, throw off the guilt, and we need to ask the Lord for wisdom. So, you know, I talk about, you know, I mentioned one of the purposes was knowing where our kids are in this season. Um, Something I say all the time is to be a student of your kids daily, uh, like the you know what I just mentioned as an example. You know, checking in with them throughout the day, asking them lots of questions, um, and then when we're listening, we're giving we're giving them our undivided attention, just like we would purpose to do in a coffee date. And so, stopping, maybe even putting down what we're doing, giving them eye contact, listening, responding, being engaged just as we're going throughout our day. And again, that's not going to be something, that's not going to be an opportunity you're going to have all the time. You're going to have to actually be intentional and prayerful and ask the Lord to show you when those opportunities are arising and take advantage of them. And once you begin to practice this, it becomes habit and you almost just naturally cue in to when it's a good time to do, to, to, invite your child into fellowship and to try to have that conversa- those conversations with them. Um, but I won't lie. I felt guilty along the way when I looked at my situation. I'm this far away from town. I've got all these kids and I'm supposed to schedule a coffee date with them weekly or even monthly. That was absolutely impossible. And so here's the thing. I had to look at my family and say, this is not um, a fault with my family or because gosh darn it, we we had too many kids. So now I can't give my kids what they need. That is a load of bull. So I just want you guys to know that. God is going to equip you. He gives you the grace for the task at hand. If he gives you the children, he gives you the grace, but you are going to have to lean into him and ask him for wisdom. So that's what I had to do when I felt guilty and condemned and heavy um, and sort of like I was just a failure, I just prayed and asked God for wisdom. I asked him for his discernment. And I was like, Lord, is this a conviction? Or is this condemnation? Or is this false guilt? Okay? I'm telling you, false guilt can do so much damage. We need to ask the Lord for discernment. Is this actual conviction? Or is this false guilt? or just condemnation. like. And here's the thing. There can be an element of truth to what you're feeling guilty about. Maybe we haven't actually been as engaged with our kids as we would like to be, or we're seeing behaviors in them that say, gosh, I think that kid might need some time with me. Okay. Well, Instead of feeling guilty, like you haven't been on top of it enough, you, ha- you haven't been enough, you haven't done enough, which is exactly what I did, I would have to stop and say, quiet that, put that to rest, and ask myself, what is the truth, okay? The truth is God is actually getting my attention and saying, hey, here's a heads up, this kid might need some time from, from you. And so it was a blessing. It was something to be thankful for. It wasn't God condemning me, telling me, look, what a crappy job you're doing. He was saying, hey, there's an opportunity here and I'm giving it to you um, to help you be the mom that I know you want to be and the mom that I want you to be. So um, look at your circumstances um, like I had to look at my circumstances um, in the moment. Okay, so when you feel that guilt and you're thinking, "Oh gosh, do I need to take this kid on a coffee date?" What's you know, what do I do? Um, this feels impossible. It, ask yourself that question: Is it possible to pull this off anytime soon? So again, the key is not trying to force it, but take advantage of opportunities as they arise. So we ask God, you know, when we're feeling that guilt, ask God to. Provide the opportunities, the opportunities that he wants for them. Maybe a cup of coffee out is the perfect scenario for that particular child. He will provide that. Maybe it's not the perfect scenario. Maybe um, just keeping them with you for a while while you're doing tasks. Maybe making a cup of tea and sitting down in a quiet corner in your bedroom with them is a way to have that coffee time without having all the hoopla and the planning and the cost of getting in the car and having to go somewhere. And again, I am not dissing taking your kid out for coffee because I did it whenever I could. Um, but I think it's important to recognize that the opportunities are going to come. And those are the ones you need to seize, not ones we're trying to force. So um, other ways that I would accomplish these same goals was grab a kid when I go grocery shopping. You know, I would think about, okay, I'm going to go grocery shopping. Which kid do I feel like needs, maybe needs time with me the most? And I would grab that child and maybe we go out for coffee if we have time, but maybe we wouldn't. Maybe we'll go through the drive-thru and get a hot chocolate or coffee and we'll sip on that while we're talking in the car on our way to the grocery store because we had a long trip back and forth. We could even make hot chocolate or coffee at home and put them into go mugs, save some money. And sip on that in the car and have those conversations in the car. You know, you're a captive audience, they're a captive audience in the car. It can be a wonderful place to have really good fellowship. So again, if you're feeling that guilt, ask God to provide the opportunities um, for the things that he wants and then take advantage of those as they arise and ask God to make sure that he opens your eyes so that you recognize them and take advantage of them. Um, Another way, and this is a little more of a discipline tool that I've used when a child seems to need time with me sooner than later, is tomato staking. And so I will put a link in the show notes um, to that particular podcast because it explains a little more what exactly that is. Um, But it is a way to get time with your child um, that's like a little more of a discipline tool, but it's a relational discipline tool. All right. So again, I mentioned before, dates were never scheduled for our family. I just couldn't schedule that regularly. Um, And you know what? I have a great relationship with all of my kids, and none of them feel like they were dissed because I didn't have a regular coffee time with them weekly or monthly or whatever. Um, You know, God is so much better at planning those things than we are. Um, the, The Bible talks about not being wise in our own eyes, but fearing the Lord. That means acknowledging His power. We acknowledge His power that He is powerful enough, wise enough, and sovereign enough to show us what the right thing is at the right time, because he knows our kids' hearts. He knows when the timing is right. He knows when they're ready to share. He knows when we're ready to listen. So again, um, think about the purpose of the coffee dates or any other activities that you're feeling guilty about not doing. And can those purposes be accomplished another way, a way that fits your family in your particular season of life. Let this be organic. Let it be spirit-led. It does require us to be disciplined, though, to be intentional throughout our days and open-handed, ready to follow God's lead. Because again, He knows the timing that's perfect. Um, He knows far better than we do. And you know what, moms? He loves us and He loves our kids more than we do. And he wants us to have good fellowship with our kids as well. So um, lean into him, trust him, ask him for wisdom and discernment and kick condemnation and false guilt to the curb. Let's pray. Lord, thank you so much for these children you have given us. Thank you for the opportunities that we have to fellowship with them while they are still under our roof. God, I thank you that we establish a long-term relationship with our kids while we are raising them. And I I know that every mom listening wants a good long-term relationship with her kids. And so I ask that you would give each and everyone wisdom and clear direction in their particular circumstances, in their life season, with their particular children. Lord, we thank you that we can trust you for all of this because you are ever faithful. In Jesus' name, amen. Bye.